When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is February 12th, 2021. Hurry, hurry, step right up and keep following. It's the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Talking about SmackDown, the return of Seth Rollins tonight. More news about Elimination Chamber. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Issa, NYC Demon Diva. Matt Morgan, not feeling well, will not be with us tonight. Uh, so it's just the two of us holding things down here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. What did you think of SmackDown this evening? I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> about SmackDown this evening. I am a little bit confused. And yeah, I mean, overall, I guess they're building a better storyline than what Raw did for Elimination Chamber, in my opinion. So I'll give them that. Yeah. I mean, what does this say, though? We've talked about this, where Drew looks like such a second-tier champ. And tonight, the announcement in the opening segment with Roman Heyman and Adam Pearce that... The Elimination Chamber match on the SmackDown side is going to be to earn an immediate title shot against Roman. Roman not in the Elimination Chamber match, whereas Drew is putting that title on the line in his Elimination Chamber match. Okay, Glenn, but that's the way that it should be. Hear me out. Roman Reigns had a last man standing match at the Royal Rumble. Drew McIntyre got two minutes with Goldberg. So it's only fair that Roman has an easier way out at Elimination Chamber because he's already fought all the hard battles while... This one is, you know, fighting senior citizens. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I Like, I think the idea that one championship being the lesser, they're both the top championships on each brand. It's just, it's very interesting to me when they make it such a clear contrast between the two where it's like, uh, well, there's Roman and then there's Drew's, you know, step down from Roman. I don't know. I just think it makes it seem less uh, essential. He fought for two minutes at the Rumble. He should should show that he can defend his title against people his own age. So so, uh, this was good tonight. Good opening. Uh, I like Sonya Deville in her role. Although I think Sonya shouldn't. She seems like a little more like uh, not as in control. She seems like co-brand manager. I think they should get rid of Adam entirely. And just put Agreed. that, put Sonya Roman, in that spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the thing with Sonya, Sonya's still an active wrestler. Sonya's still someone they can get over and they can build. Adam Pierce, there's no equity there. You can make him the biggest thing in wrestling, but if he can't go in a match and he's not going to wrestle, there's no point. Right. I agree. I agree. And he's not doing a good job, obviously. <laughs> and I don't think he's a great adversary against Roman. I mean, he's not like even Kurt Angle. I think was better in the clashes he would get into or Mick Foley or Daniel Bryan or even Shane McMahon against AJ. I feel like Adam is like, and this is no offense to him. I know he's talented. I know he's had, you know, a storied career on in the Indies. It's great. He's in the WWE, but as an on-screen character, there is nothing about him that makes me tune in to go, Oh, I wonder how Adam Pierce is going to deal with the situation this week. Because he looks like he has no authority over anybody. If you even um, think about it, on Monday, they brought Shane McMahon to make the announcement. And even Shane said, this was your idea, buddy. But they had to bring somebody else to announce it. It's because he doesn't have, he doesn't, 
have that authority, like, okay, whatever this guy says goes. And it, it was obviously proven tonight with um, Roman Reigns, the way that he was like, okay, you're going to defend the title. And Roman was like, no, I'm not. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll go make another match. <laughs> like, what was that, bro? <laughs> it's very weak. It's very weak. And it's crazy to me that there's not a legend, someone with more gravitas, or someone else they could put into this role. Yeah, but I mean, for now, I just I just keep waiting for Roman to just kick his ass. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Brett Murphy, $5. <laughs> Roman's match should take no more than one minute at the chamber. Squash Mania. Agreed. What's up, Issa? Agree. No more than that. It should be just a, a finger. Like, I hope Jay Uso wins and just lays down for Roman. Oh, my God. I would love that. Love that. I mean, especially if it's going to be Edge versus uh, Roman at Mania. Like, this is, this is nothing. This is a... A stepping, this is a rest stop we're passing on the way to our destination. Which I love what Roman had to say about Edge being scared. I love that. The fact that he has to wait until the elimination chamber. I I, I really, really liked his promo against Edge. Yeah. No, I thought Roman tonight looked great. I thought Heyman was fantastic out there. Um, I did enjoy the announcement of Jay Uso and Kevin Owens in the Elimination Chamber match. I like kind of the surprise there. That was a little bit of a nice twist. I that, didn't uh, because they really? already had title matches and they lost. So why yeah, do they get another shot? Put in there. Put people there. Why is Shinsuke not in there? He won the, the gauntlet mm-hmm. match until they changed the rules on him. So I, I didn't necessarily like that people that have lost multiple title shots get the opportunity. That's fair. I like to see Jay wrestle. I mean, I'd re- let me yeah. put it this way. I'd rather have Kevin in this match and have it be, again, the nothing, the stepping stone, rather than another go-round. I mean, that last man right. standing match, I know you love Roman. I think KO did a very good job in that match. I do, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think Roman Reigns elevated him. And to be honest with you, the people that ended up, that are going to be in the Elimination Chamber match, outside of Corbin, I had, when I was, like, when they announced that, I booked it in my head, and it was yeah. outside of Corbin, I had put Shinsuke in there, but it was yes, pretty much yes. everybody that I assume was going to be in ended up being in, except for Corbin. I wonder if Corbin wins, and then Roman just destroys him in 30 seconds, not even a minute. Don't manifest seconds. that into the universe, Glenn. <laughs> well, but who do you on. want? If it's going to be a squash, who do you, I mean... Corbin also, I want a okay. finger poke. Yes, okay. it will be amazing. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that's how they go. Uh, good for Jay. See, but I think Jay should be getting opportunities. I don't want to see Jay versus Big E. I want to see Jay right. get more shot. I think Jay is like elevated. So, I mean, I always thought the Usos were superstars, but I think Jay has just elevated himself so much. Agreed. I agreed. I think this. he looked like a million dollars. Uh, Alonzo saying Shinsuke should be in the chamber. Uh, I agree, but it doesn't matter, folks. Roman ain't losing that title and no. losing to Roman in this match. It's it's we've got like the men's and uh, but two men's elimination chamber matches. I don't know what's up with the women yet. I'm assuming they're not getting a chamber match, but this is not going to be Roman in a 60 minute last man standing match. It's going to be a long pay-per-view just with those elimination chamber matches. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I chamber the women matches- are just going to get regular matches. No, because yeah. Asuka is fighting Lacey just on a mm-hmm. normal match. So I wonder what they're going to do with Sasha if they even have her in the pay-per-view. Because like you said, this, this elimination chamber matches could go on and think about it. You have to have one and then a title match after. So, and um, I don't know about you. To me, the Elimination Chamber match feels longer than the Royal Rumble match. And it's not as interesting. At least the Royal Rumble, something new is happening every three minutes. Right. Unless you have Shayna Baszler in the Elimination Chamber. Well, yeah. 
I, I, I got to be honest, the Elimination Chamber match to me is probably the most boring of the special pay-per-view theme matches. Like, I love Money in the Bank. Survivor mm-hmm. Series is probably my second least favorite of the themed matches. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Remember, didn't Elimination Chamber go away for a little while? There was yeah. a couple of years we didn't even have it. Yeah, Hell in a Cell is always good because it's the one, yeah. the big match, we get it. But I think Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank are my two favorite of the uh, the theme match Same. pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll see. So tonight we went right into an Elimination Chamber qualifier after that opening promo. And that was Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus Sami Zayn and King Baron Corbin with Dominic Mysterio getting the pin. What What do you think, given he had such a hot start to his career in WWE? He was on SummerSlam. All these things happening. They're booking, I mean, they're booking him to lose pretty consistently, if it feels like as of late. Yeah, they need to just, I, I, in my opinion, separate him from Rey Mysterio. I think the whole Mysterio family dynamic kind of got old, and that is not really helping him, which should be what elevates him. It's actually, in my opinion, was not helping him at all. I thought they would win just so that I could see them go at it. Yeah, yeah. No, they would, <laughs> I that want would be that turn so bad. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, having them go against Sammy and Corbin, I think it makes all the sense in the world to have Sammy in the match. Corbin, I think it makes sense to have him in the match if we need someone that could win and then lose to Roman quickly, if not what right. you said in the in the setup. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think Sammy Zayn is so on fire lately where he's at and what he's doing. And with Corbin, they just need something new for him. Like the constable thing was good. The King thing was good. You just got to keep changing it. This Knights of the Lone Wolf thing was dead on arrival. Like he needs another new wrinkle. He's a very good heel. He's being hurt by not having the live audience because I think that Mm -hmm. he played so well off a crowd, whereas Bailey has been a great heel without a crowd. I think Corbin is better with one. Um, They just need to find something to reinvent this. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that he's, character just have not evolved and they have to change every once in a while the king thing worked on the beginning today when they made everybody come out for set rollings he looked so stupid standing out there with that crowd on him <laughs> the crowd on his head i'm like they really they need to give him a significant feud again yeah yeah and actually it's funny you mentioned that because i think about seth and this angle with him tonight and baron's angle i almost think little felt a little too similar almost this idea like i'm going to be the leader gonna be the guy follow like i don't know and with corbin um corbin might be better on raw maybe get some separation with seth i do not think this was the triumphant return tonight uh a lot of people were looking for and we'll talk about that um mm-hmm. but uh we did get an intercontinental title match shinsuke nakamura versus big e and uh i think the real story was the promo before this with apollo cruz who wanted another shot at that intercontinental championship and they were supposed to be doing this off mic thing biggie telling him to go back to catering uh so i don't know i mean i feel like heel apollo is is moments away from being solidified here i mean tonight may perhaps did solidify with his interference in the match and uh, causing the dq yeah, that's that's what I thought. They're, they're trying to tell a story here, but it's just taking too long to get where they want to get with Apollo, right? Because he feels if he's been feuding with Big E forever. Um, I, I guess they're slow. It's a slow burn here. Yeah. I I just again, I was a, I told you I was a little upset with the whole um, Shinsuke thing because I just thought he they let that momentum from that gauntlet match just completely go away and they could have just done something with him and you know it was just there and and the match wasn't even i guess because of apollo cruz it didn't even end up being what i thought it would be because i saw biggie versus chinsky i'm like oh this is gonna be good but it ended up in a dq 
Yeah. And Shinsuke is just great. I think him getting opportunities always makes sense. Right. And I think unlike, uh, you know, some of these other talents, Shinsuke hasn't been tarnished with so many losses yet. Like you mm-hmm. always think Shinsuke could pull off a win. Right. Always that possibility. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so with this, with Apollo, look up heel Apollo really intrigues me. I'm fully on board with that. Yeah. I want to see where, where they go. And talk, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, they're so reluctant on heel turns and I get with Apollo, right? He's got a fantastic smile, winning personality, like ultimate natural baby face. But I mean, look what happened with Sami Zayn. Look what happened with Roman. Mm-hmm. I think heel turns, they're, they're on a roll with uh, doing some very, very good heel turns. Uh, liked what we saw of this tonight with Biggie and Shinsuke. But yeah, I think Apollo interfering absolutely makes sense. Jody Sean Jenkins, $2 Canadian saying I liked Rollins gimmick better when CM Punk did it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Yes. Uh, and Wolfbane, $5, saying, what up, Issa? Do you collect replica belts? I agree, Corbin does look stupid with that crown. <laughs> no, I do not collect replica belts. <laughs> That's an interesting way to chat up a female wrestling fan. Hey, girl, you collect replica belts? <laughs> I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, there. <laughs> shoot your shot guys uh so i thought uh this was good um sasha getting into it with, with reginald the sommelier a little bit before this match sasha banks hanging out with callisto backstage he's still on the they're, roster yeah they're buddies yeah <laughs> that's the only uh, tv time he gets is just hanging out with sasha banks i don't I, you know what good for callisto ride that <laughs> ride those coattails all the way right. to the mid card um but no i think uh i mean sasha's top card but callisto i think there's a ceiling there um so uh i don't know do you think uh reginald might be uh turning on carmella and, and yeah i called it last week i think he's gonna pair up with um with sasha banks i think that's what he's trying to go for yeah i don't that's think that good. sasha banks needs him though no it actually feels like it seems like it's a lesser gimmick for Sasha. Mm-hmm. It probably well, it's a lesser gimmick because it's a second-hand gimmick from Carmella. If Sasha had launched with it, remember, like when she came out at NXT Takeover against Bailey, and she was in like the what was it, the Hummer, the SUV she was in. Yeah. She had the guys like her entourage. That was cool. The fact though that Carmella's done this, Carmella not setting the world on fire with Untouchable since her return in the Somalier. Um, it feels weird at this point to be like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna jump this over to uh, Sasha. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I mean, it tells. I guess they're trying to tell a story here. I think that Carmela has improved, and I do like Untouchable. It's just that you put her on a title field right away, and she looked great in the ring against Sasha Banks. But then again, Sasha Banks is that kind of opponent that makes anybody look good, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but she, I thought that Sasha elevated Carmela. I just don't know where we're going here. And there's a little bit of a filler between now and WrestleMania, especially with the Rumble winners not picking who they're facing. Then you cannot start these feuds. And oh yeah, I, I feel like that's creating a weird dynamic. With at least in the women division, where they're just on a weird hold or picking a filler feud in between. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's interesting. And we talked about this a few months ago with Carmella. They gave her the nickname Untouchable when she came back, and she was losing. Like, they could have done this so well if she would have come back, dominated and squashed people. Nobody got any mm-hmm. offense in her, gave her the Untouchable nickname. 
in an organic way. And then it would be a huge deal when somebody finally beat her. Right. They could have right. built this really organically uh, in a really meaningful way. And they put the card ahead of the horse. And it just seems like a joke. It's like, why doesn't everyone just start calling themselves the champion uh, if <laughs> there's no basis for reality? You know, right. Right. That's what I thought, too. I thought they should have put her in a couple of fields and let her really build this new character up, but putting her right on top in a title feud against Sasha Banks while she looked good in the ring. It just didn't help this new character. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, let's uh, take a moment and thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Stereo. And specifically, uh, the after show, as it were, that Matt Morgan and I have been doing every Monday night on Stereo, right after the Raw coverage ends on this podcast. If you've ever wanted to probe the depths of Matt Morgan's history and rich backstory, and a bit of mine as well, you need to be tuning into the after show. You need to get that Stereo app and follow us on there. I'm Glenn Rubenstein on stereo he's matt morgan on stereo download the app you'll get notified when we go live we've been doing it every monday night we'll be doing some other stuff on there isa you went live and uh did a uh, conversation on stereo was it yesterday or was that today it was yesterday yeah it was a lot of fun i really really enjoy stereo yeah, it's fantastic app, and what we love about it is you get to interact with us. So if you want to send us mm -hmm. a question, uh, we play them during the show. We answer them. You steer the conversation. We do it after we're done talking about wrestling. So yeah, we'll get some wrestling talk in there. But I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But if you did not listen to Monday Night's After Show, Matt Morgan dropped the bombshell to end all bombshells about <laughs> his past on Monday Night's After Show. So you need to go to Stereo.com slash Glenn Rubenstein stereo.com slash matt morgan follow us look for a link to the last after show give that a listen and matt morgan just just blew us all away with what he revealed on there and again uh, when you follow us on stereo you'll get notified whenever we go live now stereo is the live social conversation app where you can actually host your own chats be a part of someone else's conversation or simply just listen they have thousands of live social conversations with a wide range of genres for every interest and of course there's wrestling there's news comedy sports and more and you could choose uh you know to participate or just sit back and listen and this allows us to have a closer relationship with you we can have direct conversations you record your your uh your chats you send them to us directly and when you join us on stereo you get uncensored opinions and exclusive content we're doing this every monday night after all we're going to be doing some other surprise ones so be sure to go to stereo.com slash matt morgan stereo.com slash glenn rubenstein and stereo.com slash nyc demon diva to get notified when isa goes live on the platform and uh much more to come it has been great Listen to the after show from Monday. It's it's just mind-blowing. I've been podcasting with Matt for five years. Never even had a hint of the story that he dropped Monday night. And it was so, so good. And we thank Stereo for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Um, let's talk about Seth Rollins tonight. Coming out to his old music. Burn it that down. That was great. I love that. I pop for that. And it seemed like it was going to be a bit, he had the entire locker room out there. Seemed like it was going to be a bit of a baby face turn talking about being a father and uh, how it's changed him. Um, you really thought it was going to be a baby face thing? Well, I don't know. I the mean, came out in all leather. That's a sign. That's true. Looking like Eddie Murphy in Raw. Um, like all leather is a, that's, that's a bold look. I couldn't Listen, pull that off. Look, look at my outfit. So yeah, like, you can pull it off. We did not coordinate. Me and Seth did not coordinate. You, you can pull it off. Seth can pull night. it off. You don't see guys with my... You don't see Otis coming out in all leather. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, that would, would be... <laughs> could you imagine... Just, do you have to, like, talc up when you do that? Like, like, does it sweat? Is it weird? How do you clean that? I, I have so many questions about leather outfits. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't you can't wash it. You can't dry clean it. Like you just sort of hang out to dry, spray some Lysol on it, and hope the funk sort of. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm just. These are important questions. These are the people want to know. Important questions. I I don't really sweat in my leather outfit. So okay, I mean, but if you're a guy, you know, if I, you're I Seth know, Rollins, who, who, I'm I'm sure Seth Rollins sweat is like holy water. So he's oh, fun. there. You, he's a moist looking man. He looks like he sweats a lot. <laughs> Right. Uh, no, that's just the water from his wet hair. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> it's Friday night, folks. It's been a long, yep. long week. Uh, so Rollins uh, did not name Becky Lynch. His, uh, his, his are they? They're married now, right? They got married. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they got married. Like, I don't want to miss a sign. Yeah, I don't want to miss a sign their relationship. But uh, he did not mention uh, her, of course, the mother of, of his child. But what he pivoted to, so not the Messiah, but the leader. And he wants everyone to follow him. It just seemed Embrace like... Embrace the vision. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that seemed like a weird backtrack to a gimmick that has never gotten over. I didn't mind the Messiah. I just think they wasted the Messiah in that Rey Mysterio feud it lasted too long right i just feel like that's not the gimmick for smackdown when you have roman reigns putting food on everybody's table smackdown has a clear leader yeah. and everybody knows who it is so i was i wasn't expecting him to come back as a face because they never do that with Seth. remember even when he came back from injury they made him come back as a heel oh, so yeah. I didn't expect him to come. I knew it was gonna be he was gonna troll us, but I didn't know that it was gonna be the whole leader thing. I thought he was gonna come back with something else, or you know, I'm better than I don't know. I thought he was gonna be in the elimination chamber match. I thought so many things, but what ended up happening? <laughs> There's too many heels on SmackDown, and this I mean the entire locker room walking away from him, I think it just makes him look like a joke. Right, right. Which it's I I don't even know why they were out there to begin with. <laughs> yeah, it's very odd. It's very, very well, I embrace odd. the vision. I embrace the vision. I'm looking at the chat. I love Seth Rollins. He is one of my favorites. But this this was a little bit confusing. And he attacks Cesaro, but then it, it's yeah. not, it doesn't look like it's going to be a field right now. So it was just... And the the Cesaro was in a match later. Odd. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It was it feels like a wasted return. It feels like you could have done some kind of secret attack where Seth came out and like started a feud in a different way, but announcing it for this, it was underwhelming. So maybe now, see, I was going to say, maybe we'll get next week where he's like, fine, you don't want to follow me, whatever, doing my own thing. I didn't invite you to my party. Anyhow, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, I hope, I hope that they go somewhere else with it. I just, I, I was disappointed, especially because he's one of my favorites. And I did feel like his presence has been missed. And there's so many people that need feuds to solidify them that you could like set Rollins as a main eventer. You can put oh, yeah. it with e. You can put him with Roman like that. I cannot wait for those two to clash. But for, this just felt like, like I said, like a waste of a return. I agree. Uh, David Hall pointing out that Seth Rollins' sweat can heal the sick. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Uh, DNA of TNA Morgan fan $5 saying you should see the Twitter responses to Naomi making fun of Nia Jax and her meme moment for Monday night with the remix. I did listen to Naomi in the remix of Nia's uh, quip. It was, it was, it was cute. It's funny. <laughs> it's There's good. No that go, apparently. I mean, uh, you gotta know if you say something like that, wrestling fans are like, I don't think Vince 
Could you imagine Vince backstage and he's like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to do the leg drop. And then Vince is like, oh, you, no, I, I doubt that happened. I don't know. I, I heard that Vince has a weird sense of humor. So he probably That's found true. that hilarious. <laughs> Vince probably loves that and uh, will give her a title shot opportunity as a result of this getting over. Um, so Bailey versus Liv Morgan tonight. This was a really good match. Of course it was. Of course it was. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to see Bailey on my TV. I think she's one of my favorites. And like you were saying earlier, somebody that has evolved so much with the no crowd era. I, 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 I love her. <laughs> she's fantastic, and um, Liv looked great tonight as well. Billy Kay was out there uh, causing a distraction. Yeah, trying to talk to Ruby Riot allowed Bailey to get the win. I want them to really do something with Liv Morgan. Me too. Me too. After watching her documentary on the network, you just like really get to know her a little bit better and she's talented and she has the look. I really wish there was just a little bit more. And I think they could head in that direction. SmackDown has proven that you can have multiple women feud and be invested in all of them. So let's see, maybe Liv and Bailey go, you know, have some kind of feud. It helped yeah. Bianca Belair. Yeah. No, I think uh, absolutely. Uh, Xavier Leon, $5 saying, what if Seth goes on a campaign and anyone he beats has to join him? Then after some time, Roman and his table versus Seth and his followers. I mean, maybe <laughs> that that's like, uh, wasn't there an RPG like that? There was some video game where it was like everyone you beat sort of became your ally after. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know with Seth. I don't want followers. I just want, I just want Seth Rollins to do something completely new and different. Put him as a baby face against Roman given their history, it'd be great. They could really tell a story. I think there. with a different gimmick, two heel versus heel could be so good. I know they don't do be. that, but I think it could be so good. Um, Let's talk about the Street Profits versus Otis and Chad Gable tonight. Street Profits getting that win. Again, I, I, I have an issue with this... Um, feuds continuing for too long and it's, this is in both shows this is not just smackdown or raw i guess they're going to go for the titles again <laughs> and it's just like, like they just fought the dirty dogs for how many matches you know what i mean like and but again they don't have a tag team division so who else is going to get that shot yeah uh, they got to do something with this. And uh, why did they break up heavy machinery? I mean, this is good for Chad Gable. It's better than the shorty G thing, but I don't think he's getting over as Otis's hype man. No, no, he, <laughs> no. I mean, I don't, I don't understand all these tag teams that they broke up. They, the same with the Iconics. You break up these tag teams to then these people trying to find a different partner. Then why break them up to begin with? I know. Jason McKay, $10, saying uh, Billy blew the perfect opportunity for her resume handoff after Seth's speech. Imagine the vision Seth would have had after reading all of her accomplishments. Billy Kay and Seth would actually be golden. That would be fantastic if she was like, I'm going to be like the, the right-hand woman of the, the leader. That I'm on board with, 100%. <laughs> He would annoy. She would annoy him so fast. <laughs> no, see, because I think Seth does being a smug prick so well with the laugh mm -hmm. and everything. Like yeah. I think they could play off of each other, and I think with Seth, it would, yes, it would make him more comedic. But I think it would be. I don't know that it would. It probably would get him more over, and I think it would be great TV to have him be this weird Michael Scott like boss 
with Billy Kay like as yeah. as his right hand. I think there's a lot I of agree. potential. I agree. I agree. I actually I will say that when he finished his promo and they zoomed in in his face and he smiled, I was waiting for the laugh, that famous Seth Rollins laugh, and he didn't do it, and I was so disappointed. <laughs> Alonzo Smith saying he wants a copy of Billy Kay's headshot and resume. I'm surprised WWE Shop isn't selling those. Really? They should just make it a, a downloadable PDF somewhere. Why did, They never did that with the Miz Participation Award, that gimmick he oh, had that was for like three weeks. I made one. I recreated one, finding the assets online to give one to my wife because she thought it was so funny. It that- was. Yeah, the the framed award that said, "Hey, you tried." Uh, like uh, they they don't get on that as as much as they should. But I agree, a PDF would be fantastic. But I think a lot but of they people did do the it. creation of Kevin. Remember the painting that? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Kevin Owens. Oh, that yeah, was classic. Jericho. No, absolutely. <laughs> Rusev Day calendar. I own one of those. Yeah. Um, so Sasha Banks's promo tonight. Not my favorite. And I love Sasha Banks. I think Sasha Banks is great, but this segment was not my favorite. Like I said, it just feels it's a weird filler thing. Like, oh, she might face me, she might not. I really, really want the decisions to be made. Yeah, and then having Nia and Shayna in the mix tonight. Yeah, which when they came out, I was like, why? And then I remembered that they were tag champions. They are allowed to be there, but it took me a second to like like connect the dots, you know what I mean? And I don't know that... Again, they're probably going to have a match at Elimination Chamber because, but I just don't understand why they can't just build a two-month feud that when you get to Mania, you really cannot wait to see them go at it. Yeah, I agree. Lonzo Smith saying, get well soon, Matt Morgan. Where's Raj? Probably on a Valentine's Zoom date with Ryback. (laughs) They're just good friends. Uh, Elimination Chamber qualifier Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. Um, well, yeah, but putting that stipulation in there of oh, the winners are going to go on to Elimination Chamber, like you knew it wasn't going to be Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Actually, I would really? put a pass. Yeah, I would have bet $500, which I think is a considerable sum of money. I, I, I would have bet that that's about my dollar limit confidence on who was winning this match tonight right right and 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 i get it but remember if you think about what you said earlier you need somebody that can take a loss to roman reigns quick if if it's going to be a squash match why not a Dolph Ziggler or a bobby Roode? yeah yeah this match was good Daniel Bryan and Cesaro deserve the win. They'll be great in the Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber match is going to be great, but yeah, that's the Mm -hmm. thing. It's like, I don't see, maybe it'll happen, but I don't see Cesaro. Actually, Cesaro, now that I think about it, Cesaro is He's been getting a lot of wins. Cesaro is the best candidate if you want a lengthy match. With Roman? With Roman. Cesaro is the best because we know he's not going to win. Cesaro is not tarnished by losing. It could actually elevate him a little bit. Cesaro is a good pick if it's going to be a long championship match. Yeah, I agree. And and Cesaro and Roman have, 
had some really good matches in the past. I remember yeah. when they had that tournament for the WWE Championship when Seth got injured. Remember, Cesaro was one of the people that Roman had to beat, and I loved that match. Um, and then freaking Sheamus came out and cashed out. I will never forget <laughs> that night. But I, th- I, I would, I would like to see it. I, I think there something is going on with Cesaro. If you really think about it, because he has won the last few weeks on TV, so. You know, this could be it. They could be building him for that. Nobody's taking the title off of Roman, but it doesn't mean that we can't get good matches out of it. Look at the matches with Kevin Owens. So whoever wins the Elimination Chamber can be someone that gives us a good match. Like you said, either a squash match or it needs to be a really good match, like no in between. (laughs) And then, of course, Corbin and Sammy came out uh, to get in and cause some drama. Cesaro was busted open in the head again. Yeah, that's his thing. For the third week in a row, poor guy. I know, I know. And then uh, Kevin Owens came out and wrecked shop a bit and then staring in the camera and called out Roman Reigns to go off the air. So it was a good ending, um, but they needed, KO needs to move on. KO needs to beat somebody else up, decide he's going to go after someone else. Like, but we who? need... Who do you know. go after? When That's you problem. Have it's all Big E, right? Yeah, Big E. It's all Big E. Big E fights everyone. That's... <laughs> they need to build storylines that are not around the championship right like secondary storylines that we can get invested into and i and maybe that's what's lacking there because i think smackdown is a good show but when you think about single feuds that are not for a title there's none there um kevin owens (laughs) he just that's just his new gimmick he won't die remember roman called him a cockroach i think he's more like a cat Nine lives. I think he's down to his last two, maybe. Hmm. I mean, it'll be interesting, but you're right, though. They need more non-story title or non-title stories. Um, mm-hmm. because right now, all about tag teams, all about the IC title, and all about the uh, Universal Championship. And I know it's a two-hour show, uh, and the women's championship as well. But it feels like, uh, I feel like a lot of weeks. Not that when they're phoning it in, but when we get a show that's like for uh, basically a four segment show, a four match show. And each match is like 20 to 30 minutes um, with commercials. I just feel like that when that's when they're phoning it in, I would rather have eight matches or eight segments with shorter matches. Right. I agree. It felt very, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I was like, why did this show go by so fast? And it felt like nothing really happened, but it did, you know, because we built something for the elimination chamber. Um, I, I cannot wait to see the interaction between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens because they they can cut promos on each other. That I look forward to. But now Roman Reigns have to worry about all of these guys. We'll see where it goes. But it did feel very filler-like yeah. for the second week in a row because last week felt that way as well. Yeah. And it's weird that Elimination Chamber is coming up a week from Sunday. I feel that... This is so last minute. This is so thrown together. When is Fastlane? Uh, I want to say it's the... Somewhere I know it's in the, the middle first... of March, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. WWE pay-per-view Fastlane. Sunday, March 21st. And then... What? And when? when is Mania? <laughs> Mania is later this year. Mania is the 10th and 11th of April. So like two weeks after Fastlane. That's I, I I think they need to drop these pay-per-views in between 
rumble and mania and that will make it a lot easier to really build significant feuds towards mania because mm -hmm. i cannot tell you who's fighting who at wrestlemania right now oh yeah no i don't think they, they even have a final yet uh brett murphy two dollars saying where the hell is rhea ripley she posted those they posted the photos of her new look uh keeps going higher and higher in the stratosphere in my opinion like there yeah. is no limit on her superstardom if they book her correctly I think whoever Bianca doesn't pick should be the person that really fights at WrestleMania. Um, I think she I should think show that... I'm sorry? No, that's a, I think she should show up after Elimination Chamber and challenge, go to whatever brand Bianca doesn't choose. I, mean, I, I think Right. I think that Bianca's choosing Sasha. I think that Ripley against Asuka is money. Yeah. I would I love to great. see it. I, I, I would love to see Bianca. I would love to see Ripley with that title. Imagine if we have Rhea Ripley, the Raw Women's Champion, and Bianca Belair's SmackDown Women's Champion after Mania. Oh my God, that would it's be what that. they need. They need to pass the torch to this next generation of talent. I don't think Lacey is beating Oscar. Maybe she does. <laughs> really? You know, this whole thing is to set up a storyline for That's Charlotte cool. at Mania. They're putting the belt on Lacey. I'm sorry. They oh, you think so? See, I think oh. Charlotte interferes, costs Lacey the title. And then we get Char Charlotte and Lacey as Ric Flair. You don't need a title when you got Ric Flair. It's Charlotte Flair, Glenn. She needs a title storyline really? for WrestleMania. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, it's not what I want to happen, right? I'm just going yeah. based on, like, listen, I have this theory where I just expect the worst, and that way I'm never disappointed. Oh, there you go. So, <laughs> so I think I think they do that because they're gonna want Charlotte on a title match, which means then Rhea doesn't come up, which is not fair. I mean, I don't know. I don't know uh where what they do then with Rhea. Rhea needs to be in the title picture. Now Rhea versus Asuka is an exhibition of like who's the baddest woman in all of WWE. That's good, but mm, let's give it some real. Some they could stuff. turn one of the title matches into triple threats as well. Mm, I hate when they do that, though. I know. I know. But the, not all the title matches are going to be single matches. You know, that really never works out that way. Monopoly Man, $5. Saying Tamina is very underused. She's a badass. She's always someone, someone's bodyguard, it seems like. Yeah. You know, I was really happy. What was it last fall when they gave her the opportunity against Bailey? She was doing some promos. Doing her own thing on Twitter. I love yeah. Tamina. I wish she would just join Roman Reigns at some point in this whole bloodline family thing. Maybe come out with them. I don't know. I, I do agree. She's underused and she deserves so much more. Yeah, I feel like she never really got a fair shake. Or she hasn't mm -hmm. thus far. I know. I agree. I agree. And she she looks the part. She looks very badass. And I would love to see her again in a significant feud. And she's somebody that you can put in a women's title feud and looks like a believable contender against whoever the champion is. Yeah. Uh, Razor Gem 555-666 saying, Rhea looks like she's going to join Ruby's team because of her new look. I hope not. No, 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 no. Rhea's a star and they know it. She has that it factor. They just like, don't bring her up if you have nothing for her. You know what I mean? Like, don't bring her and have her cut a promo about how she's the leader now. Like, don't do that. If you don't have anything for her, I'd rather them wait until they can really put her in a story that's going to elevate her. Yeah. Rhea, Bianca, um, it's interesting 
they have something that I think a lot of the men don't even have on, on the men's side of the roster and certain a lot of the other women don't have where they seem like they could be superstars in any other form of entertainment. You could plug them into any other sport. They've just got this universal appeal. There's something about them that is very rare. And I'm trying to get the last even male talent that I really street profits are probably up there on that. I think ricochet, um, if he doesn't talk, has that? <laughs> right, right. I I think that Bianca Belair has like a you have to root for her factor, and that's like very hard to find nowadays in wrestling, especially with you know with the way that wrestling fans, the way that we are, we're very particular with who we choose to get behind. And I think that that Bianca has that, and I just think that Rhea Ripley just has, like I said, I call it the it, and in not in a not quoting Jericho, but she just I remember. When she came out at that rumble, and I, mm-hmm. I didn't watch the Mayon Classic, I wasn't watching NXT UK. But as soon as she came out, I was like, "Who is that?" And yeah, I, I was I was hooked. I had to follow everything that she did from there. And that it takes a lot to get somebody to stop and go, "Oh my God, who is she?" I need to know everything about her, you know. And Sasha as well. Just yeah, Sasha sure. as well. But talking about like newer people that could come in and make a different, you know, in, a difference in the roster. Yeah, and it's like not to diss the men's roster too much but i just don't see a lot of them and think oh hey this is someone that could headline an action movie um or but that's a lot to do with how they're being booked too because yeah. listen like i was so excited for seth's return tonight and then i was like you know and i feel like Seth is somebody that you can insert in any feud and i didn't like what they did with him so i think that i don't know why they're struggling to write for the males so much like you have yeah. the most talented stacked roster you've had as far as talent in-ring talent goes help them out yeah probably and probably new day now that i'm thinking about it like new oh, day new is yeah. very universal like they mm-hmm. could do a lot but i think that's the thing they need and they don't capitalize on that they i mean yeah. it's like up up down down is like one of the few examples where they say like okay here's more that we can do with it you know it's like becky i mean I love Becky. I think Becky's great. Becky was great in the Marine movie that she was in, but uh, Becky, like she's a wrestler, you know, she's a wrestler, you know, she's top WWE talent. Um, I think that's going to be a lot of the roles that she gets where Sasha's we're already seeing like Sasha's casting and doing more versatile stuff. I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love to see Becky get more chances to do that. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's just interesting to think about that in the grander scheme of things. Uh, That being said, the Miz did hold down what, like four Marine movies. Yeah. <laughs> and he was clearly the superstar of uh, the real world season he was on. Hey, I loved the real world back then. I loved it back then. I loved that season and I liked him as a character. But part of the reason why I liked The Miz so much when he got into wrestling is we liked that character because that character was such a dork yeah. and like so sort of just ignorant and sheltered when he came to the real world. I love how Coral like schooled his ass. On so many things, like you feel like you watched him grow up, and at first I liked him because it was like, okay, this kid's getting a shot. So it's funny mm-hmm. to see where he is now. Right, it's it's amazing, especially if you watched him back then. I watched that season live when it was airing, you know, and you see him now, and you go, no way that this guy is. I need to do oh, a, yeah. a rewatch of that season of the Real World we just, tried to, just for to. laugh. <laughs> we tried to, and it was a little slow. But but you look back at like the very first season of the Real World, and you look like Eric Nyes, and you're like, that guy's a star. That guy's right. gonna be huge. Give him yeah. the grind and whatever else he wants to do because sky's the limit on that kid. 
you know, but yeah, Miz did not scream that on the real. But you have to give him props for following his dream. That was his oh, dream, and he did it, and he mastered it. You know, and I, I love the Miz, and that's somebody else that I wish they did more with him. I think um, same with Morrison. I feel like they wasted Morrison coming back. You know what I mean? Like it, they put them together, and now it's just like why? Like they're doing nothing with them. I, I go back to that talking smack moment with Daniel Bryan and the Miz. That yeah. Miz money and where is he yeah i they but they almost seem to want him more at this like mid card level to be like the mid card comic relief uh him and morrison you know coming out there and just sort of poorly dressed uh doing their shtick they seem to want that you know if they're having fun good for them yeah, and that's I like. I, and I have to admit, as a fan, I like that. I like when I can see a talent's really enjoying themselves. Right. Seth, as the Messiah, did not seem like he was having a good time. I don't think he was meant to look like he was having a good time. He was the Messiah. He had a lot on his shoulders. It's true. It's very tough. You know, <laughs> we don't talk about, about that enough. Rey Mysterio and the entire family and the eye injury. Gosh. You know, that was, was only a, a few months ago. Like that. Like I blocked from my memory the stuff about his daughter and Murphy and. All it of was that. Extreme rules, right? When he yeah. focused Aya with that amazing um, special effects that they use for that. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble if I keep talking. I don't want I don't want them in the same show because I'm afraid they'll go back to feuding with each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Monopoly Man, five dollars saying we're gonna have a pre-show before WrestleMania. Um, I don't think so. I mean, we're gonna podcast both nights for Mania. Um, but I don't know. And it's Sunday, by the way, uh, me, Matt Morgan, question mark, a third question mark are covering NXT. Um, I'll be here. I know that I'll be here Sunday for NXT takeover, which will be good. Uh, and then Monday, of course, doing this podcast, then the after show, um, speaking of which we should probably take it on home. Isa, cause it's Friday night. Look at you. You're all dressed and up. We you all know it's go, so early where you're at, and it's so late here. Go ahead. You're you're in you're in NYC. Night's just getting started. You're dressed to kill. You're ready to go out. Uh no, going to bed with my dog and watching Netflix. <laughs> See, you you Netflix and chill solo in a much more fashionable way. Uh, I, I dressed up for this podcast. I took off my like camouflage hoodie because I was like, man, maybe that's not like the best look for doing the show. Uh, but you just dressed to the nines, looking like a million bucks tax free. Um, yeah, me, I'm gonna, you know, but below all this, it's like sweatpants and it's just, you know, I'm gonna sit and watch WandaVision with uh, the wife and uh, maybe play some Fortnite. It's gonna be a big night in my house. Wow! Yeah, you play Fortnite. <laughs> I like how amazing plans. I haven't played it in like forever. I need to get back into it. My nephews have been begging me to get back into it because we used to play together. They have released so many skins for that game. It's Too many. insane. Like I'm playing on the people like Wolverine and the Predator and like. Oh, I have the Black Widow one. That's, uh, that's yeah. I've got Black Widow. That was like yeah. the last time that I played, but. uh <laughs> I just got so they had Tron skins that came out today, and I'm like, okay, I need to get a Tron skin because that's kind of cool with the identity disc. But you can't throw it, which is a whole other story. But the thing I can't figure out about Fortnite is that um, I've I've been winning lately, and I'm trying to decide if I gotten better or are they putting me on servers. Because people with, are not playing it anymore. Or, or are they putting me on servers with people that suck as much as I do? You're probably playing against a bunch of bots. 
Yeah, because I'm getting like five to eight kills a game, and I've got like two victories this week, which is for me. Normally, I'm lucky to get one a season. And normally, my strategy is much like how Wana, Lana won that match Monday. I just sort of hide out and then wait for my moment. And then I win. That's amazing. I, I just dance. And then yeah. my just cover me. <laughs> no, I dude, I've even been doing the thing where I drop in the middle. I drop into where the action is, scramble to find a weapon, and then you know you're lucky to make it out of there. But if you make it out of there, you get like four kills right away. I used to right. go to a far corner of the map, gear oh, yeah. up, hide out for a while, and Stuck then bide up, my and time. then you get into it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've gotten I've gotten much better. I think I think I've gotten better. But maybe I'll get bored. Better. Good for you. I, I I maybe I'll play Call of Duty tonight. Oh, see, that's too hardcore for me. And I used to love, I love the first World War II Call of Duty. Like, that was yeah. awesome. But now people are way too good at that shit. Like, I'm not. <laughs> really good. Like, I watch my nephews and I think I'm doing really good. And then he's like, my nephew the other day got like 100 kills in one round. And I'm like, I thought I was good with my 40-something kills. Yeah, no. I was playing that music game Fuser by Harmonix, doing the mashups from all the different songs. And uh, there's a there's a Bad Bunny song on there. There's uh, many different artists. Um, I have like Bad a Bunny son. Can I put you on the spot? Do you know which song it is? Oh, I'm gonna. But you've heard me try and tell you about Menudo songs. I'm just gonna butcher the name. <laughs> Let's see what Bad Bunny Fuser song. Let's see what it is. Uh, Yo Perio Sola. Yo Perio Sola. Okay. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a fun game. I love the hell out of it. Love the single player where it gives you challenges. It tells you like mix this genre with this genre. But the multiplayer, like not a lot of people are playing this game. So I have this great library. It's great. I can just go for hours making different mixes and doing different things. But there's supposed to be these battles, but no one's ever online to battle. So I'm just bored with it already. But uh, yeah, it's fun. I like I like doing mashups. I like doing remixes and that <laughs> stuff. So it's great to have a game to do that. Because otherwise, I would sit here in my office at night and I would just be like, "Does this go with this? Does this go with this?" And just the stupidest things. Because it's 2021. Who gives a shit about mashups anymore? We can all make them. There's software that makes them. It's easy. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hey, uh, remember stereo monday night do not forget to join us for our exclusive content the after show as it were and the opportunity to join the conversation live what are we going to talk about monday tune in and find out there will probably be fallout and more questions about what matt revealed on monday uh because it's just everybody's talking about it. everyone's buzzing about it uh i made an awkward <laughs> joke about it at the end unintentionally uh used the wrong turn of phrase it was weird thankfully matt laughed uh but the after party as it were is over on stereo where we go live every monday night we want to hear for you from you of course stereo is the app for live social conversation we want to talk directly with you our listeners join our show ask questions about anything share your experiences and opinions we want to hear everything so download now join us live this Monday, we're going to have links in the show description. And when you go there, uh, stereo.com slash Glenn Rubenstein, stereo.com slash Matt Morgan, and stereo.com slash NYC Demon Diva to get notified when Issa is going to be going live on stereo. Love working with them. It's been a fantastic partnership. We thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. It's a great platform. Everybody loves it. So, hey, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll see you Sunday night to talk about TakeOver. Until then, I'm Glenn Rubenstein on behalf of myself and NYC Demon Diva. Have a great weekend.